The last couple weeks, we've talked North Carolina's 2023 basketball commits, Simeon Wiltshire and Gigi Jackson. But today, Coach Pat Kilby and I, we're going to talk about the guy that they both are recruiting and they want to come to Carolina. All of that coming up on today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast. I'm your host, Isaac Shade, beat writer for Sports Illustrated's All Tar Heels website. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or your first watch every single day. Please remember that we are free and available anywhere you get podcasts. So make sure to go and subscribe right now. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, smash the like button, leave us a great comment as we talk today. Great stuff coming out. Um, a couple things out of the gate though before we get in. Um, mm, we had yet another school shooting on Tuesday. Um, folks, this has to stop. Um, this has to end. I don't know what has to happen in our country, um, but um, kudos to Warriors head coach Steve Kerr, who bangs this drum over and over and over again. If you didn't see uh, what he said in his press conference on on Tuesday, um, you need to go watch that. Um, calling senators to task, um, and I, th- this shooting that happened on Tuesday was at an elementary school, and here I am sending my son off to his last week of kindergarten hoping that he will come home later today. America, we have to do something. This has to change. I don't know what it is, but... <sighs> okay, sorry. We got to start there. I know that's painful and, and rough, um, but just something that, that we as a country need to take care of. Now, on to different things. Um, folks, Pack and I have heard you loud and clear. No more Carolina <laughs> Coach K. That's over. That's done. It's it's over. You know, Pack. I thought, hey, maybe this could be a way that um, we we redeem the name Coach K. But clearly, it was causing all sorts of trauma for people, and so you know, <laughs> we got to be done with that, right? It's yeah, over. Yeah. It's understandable. I, I understand it. There's nothing I can do about having a last name that starts with K, but I do understand all the heartache that it that it causes Tar Heels fans. Yes. So, yeah, we're yes. putting it behind us. <laughs> yes, that is dead and buried and laid to rest, just like the real Coach K's career after the Carolina ended it twice this year. All right, That's there right. you go. So, uh, no more. And so, Pac, if I ever accidentally slip into calling you the Carolina Coach K, just say call me out stop it in that don't make that part of your thing so there we go also while we're talking about coach kilby coach kilby congratulations you have just landed a new job tell us about it yeah man so i just took a job as the assistant uh, girls basketball coach at carl albert high school which is uh, awesome you know for those that aren't familiar with oklahoma athletics carl albert's like the it's the standard and so uh, really, really excited about it. Working with a lot of great people, a lot of good coaches. Great opportunity to learn and grow, and so ready to get started and ready for that next chapter. Man, that's awesome! Congratulations to you. So happy, very well deserved, and uh, I know those ladies are in for a treat with their new basketball coach. That's gonna be appreciate wonderful. that. Yeah, man, absolutely. And so, 
Folks, as I said, out of the cold open, we uh, two weeks ago talked about Simeon Wilcher. Last week we talked about Gigi Jackson. And now, today, we're going to talk about the guy that they both want. In fact, Gigi recently said this. And so let me let, let Gigi Jackson have the opening word today. He said, we're, we're trying to reach out to a couple guys, but the biggest one is Matas Buzelis. He is the only one I am even looking at right now. He and I are constantly in communication. He just FaceTimed me the other night and we just chopped it up. So, uh, Pac, this is our guy. I know you and I are both like geeked out over watching his highlights and studying his film. And so let's let's just dive into this guy that Gigi wants, that Simeon wants to bring along and, and just be this big trio. What 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 are you seeing with Matas Buzelis? Man, when you see Modest, you just see rare. He's just rare. There's not really anything like him. Um, and so, you know, when, when you hear that, that Gigi's just chopping it up with him, it makes you wonder, what's he saying? Because it's like, there's no way you put those two together, you mix them in with Simeon, Trimble, RJ. Dude, there's no stopping that. Like, it's a, just a wrecking crew. So yeah. I know that, I mean, Carolina Nation, like if y'all haven't checked this kid out, you need to because he's special. He's special. My word. And so there's going to be a lot. Why, why is he special? We're going to talk a lot about all of that right here. But, Pac, if you would, just just give me a little bit of the rundown, like who he is, where he's from, all that good stuff. Yeah, sure. So Montes, 6'10", 175. Now, keep in mind, this is a 6'10", and plays, yeah, very, very skinny, but <laughs> – he plays like a guard, man. This is a this is a six ten point forward, if you will. He's a guard wing forward. He's he's a, a little bit of everything, and so uh, he brings that to the table. He's coming from Wolfboro, New Hampshire. He uh, plays at Brewster Academy, which, if you're not familiar with Brewster Academy, that's like it's one of the best premier high schools yeah. in yeah. in all the country for for high school boys basketball. And so uh, we know that he's getting top competition and top coaching there. Um, he's awesome. been playing with with Mac Irvin AAU, which is a good team. But for this circuit, he's playing with Expressions Elite, yeah. which I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that uh, just a few months ago, Montes was ranked 43rd in the nation in um, like the rivals' recruiting rankings. Now he's ranked anywhere between fourth and 11th, and so what comes with that is more exposure and you know getting with some of those better. Uh, AAU yeah. teams and travel on the circuit. So he's going to be there. And, um, you know, like we just mentioned, the rankings, uh, ESPN's got him at 11th, which I kind of look at. You got to think like, he's going to uh, jump up, right? Got to. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and some of the other ones have already adjusted. Like Rivals has him at sixth, 247 Composite has him at sixth, and then just the regular 247 ranking has him at fourth. When I look at him, and, you know, this is just my own opinion, but I see him as a top five player in the class because of all the things that he can do and offer. And here's what's cool about him. There's so much room for growth. There's so much room for growth, man. Like there's yeah. there's tons of potential there on top of him already being a top five player. Man, yeah, that's so crazy. And like I, I read um, that he had said, or I, actually I watched an interview where he talked about he had had this growth spurt in eighth grade. So by his freshman year, he was already 6'5". I mean, it's just... <laughs> and so... Uh, I, I was just kind of looking up the background because I was like, Matas Buzelis. Like, I know he's born in the States, but that that uh, heritage has to be different, certainly. And um, and so what's cool uh, is 
he is of Lithuanian descent. Both his parents are from Lithuania, um, where they were both professional basketball players. And apparently they speak, like he is fluent in Lithuanian. They speak Lithuanian at home. And so just cool, like culturally, that's super neat that he's got all that uh, bilingual capability. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. Man. Well, and so some other things, obviously, as we look at the rundown of Matis here, he hasn't committed to Carolina. Um, And there is, as you would imagine, of somebody with this skill set, you know, uh, everybody who's anybody wants him. So we're talking Duke, Kentucky, Florida State, Wake Forest, Arizona, Illinois, Kansas, Michigan State, Syracuse, UCLA. I mean, everybody. And of course, the Tar Heels. Um, and I love, it seems like this is going to be, to me, I mean, when, when you get those blue bloods, this is Duke and Carolina. This is Shire and Hubert Davis going at it. And, and I just love that even in this new coaching era for both schools, like we're going to keep getting these great recruiting battles. That's awesome. Yes, it is. And Montes is the, Montes is the classic case of a blue blood recruitment. Like this is, there's no other way around it. If you're not a blue blood, you might as well just get out of it now because <laughs> you're wasting your time and your resources. It's, it's Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, Michigan state. I, I don't really see anybody else getting no, in on that. No. And so obviously we don't know specifics of his uh, commitment timeline. Although I did read um, one space um, where he'd like to commit maybe around peach jam, which would be mid to late July. Um, so we got about maybe maybe two months to put mm-hmm. in that work. So GG, Simeon, keep going. Hey, Carolina family out here, put in some words to our guy and get him to Carolina. Speaking of which, uh, here's are his social media handles on Twitter. It's at Buzelis Matis, so last name, first name. And then for Instagram, you just flip it, Matis Buzelis there on the IG. And so that's all good. Now, we're going to talk more about what Matis brings to the table, recruiting evaluation, comps, all that good stuff. But first, I need to tell you all just a little bit about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models in cars, it's impossible for your local auto parts store to have everything that they need for every car. And plus, you don't want to go up to the store and be like, hey, I need this thing for my car. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what trim my car is. When I could just sit here at my computer, type it all into Rock Auto, and they're going to help me find it right away. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. That consistency, friends, is something that you can believe in. Rock Auto prices are reliably low, and they have all the parts, all the inventory that your car or truck could ever need. So go to Rock Auto right now and see all the parts that they have. While you're there, write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Well, I also want to encourage you, if you would, to check out Locked On Sports today. Uh, this is kind of like just our daily rundown of everything going on in the world of sports. You can almost think of it as like the Locked On version of Sports Center, which is like a, a daily digest of sports. So, biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, the Locked On take of the day. It's available on Odyssey and YouTube, anywhere else that you get your podcast. So make sure to go check that out. All right, Pac, let's get right back going on this. Let's let's just evaluate our man Modis. Um, obviously, he's got a ton of strengths or he wouldn't be essentially a, a top five recruit in this class and growing by the day. But what when, when you look at him as a basketball coach, what are some of the strengths that you see? Yeah, so, I mean, you talk about being 6'10", 175, he moves so well. I mean, he's got guard footwork. He's got guard speed, guard quickness for a six foot ten guy. I mean, that's that's so rare just in and of itself. But then, you know, you really look at his IQ and the way that he plays the game, the way he carries himself. Great court vision, great ball handling. Yeah. And you know, you mentioned earlier. I think you you mentioned about his parents both played professionally. And I really wonder how much that has to do with it because you can tell Absolutely, yeah. the kid is one of the smartest kids on the floor every time he steps out there to play. And you can just tell by the way he breaks off, uh, defenses down, yeah. the way he just finds his teammates. He's, he's elite at that. And then, you know, you really look at some of his other strengths. He's a great floor spacer. He, he does a really good job of spacing the floor. He can knock down shots. Uh, but there's, there's room for growth there. You know, I mentioned earlier there's – there's potential to be even better than what he is, but he's a good floor spacer already. He handles the ball well. He's got great vision. So he does a lot of things just really, really well. Yeah, and, and with that floor spacing, it's not like you can get up on him because he can, with the ball handling capability, obviously being 6'10", I mean, he's like dribbling up here. <laughs> but, but even though he's got a high dribble, it's like, I mean, it's on a yo-yo for the guy. And yes. so it's like you get up on him, get get he's by you. I don't care if you're a guard or a forward. He's got the ball handling. Mm-hmm. Like there was this play I watched uh, in one of his highlights that just blew me away. It was like he uh, was guarding out on the perimeter, got his hand down in the passing lane, stole the pass, led the break himself, dribbled behind his back in transition, finished through a defender with his left hand, keep in mind he's right-handed. Like, I mean, gee whiz, what do you do with that? Yeah, well, and that's one thing, you know, when when you look at high school, Montes is just talented enough. He can just put the ball in his right hand, get downhill and go score. Or he can put the ball in his left hand, get downhill and go score. But when you get to the next level, people are going to make you change direction. Like they're going to stop your mm, first dribble. Yes. And you got to yeah. be able to change directions and still make something happen. And you see that a lot with Montes, like you just mentioned, like behind the back, go finish through contact with the opposite hand. And that's how you know his game will translate because he can adjust and he can, you know, you can take away a tendency, but he can burn you with his left hand just as good as he can his right. Yeah. And I mean, that's good for guards. You talk about that in a six foot ten person, that's great. You know, that's yeah. why we're so excited about this guy. Is his his ability matched with his size is just I mean, I've said it before, I'll say it again, it's just rare. You you just don't see it. Which again has to be a testament to the training his parents have given him that he can finish without like and it's not just that he's finishing with his left hand, it looks just as smooth as his natural handedness with his mm-hmm. right hand. 
So yes, he's he's just smooth. Like he runs smooth, he dribbles smooth. It's like it's impressive. Yeah, like I, I think back to like Chet Holmgren this year, and you know, shot blocking aside, there's some of the same things that he can do. But Chet just looks like gangly when he's playing, and that's <laughs> like a T-Rex or a raptor that just got born and can't figure out how to move all his arms and legs. Like Modest is like you say, he's just cool. He's mm-hmm. smooth. I love yes. it. I love it. Well, what about the flip of that? What what are some things that when you look at him as like, ah, yeah, I mean, I can as you said, there's obviously growth. What are some things that if you're game planning, you might try to exploit? Yeah, well, you know, he's got he's got a great build. He's got the six ten, you know, body. He's only got the 175 frame. So I think the biggest thing that he could improve on is packing some mass onto that frame and mm. packing some muscle on. And not even that, but to me, physicality is, yeah, you need the body for it, but you, it's also kind of a mindset. And I'd like to see a little bit more of that from him. So like if you're, you know, if you were asking me, hey, you know, we're going to play Montes, you know, I don't know that there's much that we can do to expose him other than the fact that, Hey, we're going to be physical with him. We're going to make mm-hmm. him earn everything. We're going to push on him. We're going to yeah. we're going to block out really tough, really physical. And I think you know where you might be able to expose him. I guess a little bit, if you will, is um, I think get some offensive rebounds just because of lack of physicality, especially when you're talking about playing in the ACC. Like this is this is not high school anymore. This is six foot ten, two hundred and twenty pounds, physical, yeah. strong, push you around, and so put him in that, the post with Armando. Like he's yes. getting shoved out of the way like a leaf. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think that's definitely where there's room for improvement. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's good. Well, like, I mean, my goodness, when when he's got this ability to score at every level, and and he's not finessing it like he's. When he cuts back door, he's dunking with authority over. I yeah. mean, so it's not just like I think when I think six ten, but just one seventy five. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, he might go up and then get knocked down. But it's like he's going up viciously. Yeah, like I, I get why Gigi and Simeon are all in. I get why <laughs> Hubert Davis is all in and and wants to get in there. So, um, thinking of. Uh, who he looks like? Are are there? I mean, because he's a he's a little bit of a a uh, and again we we said it about Simeon, but uh, kind of a kind of a unicorn, a very unique mm-hmm. player. So as we look at Carolina, I think it, it's kind of hard to see anybody because he is this new breed of basketball player um, that there just might not be anyone to compare him to in Carolina history. Yeah, there's really not. I, the best I can do, I'm going to try to give you a comparison right here, um, but it's not a true comparison. So, I, and I'll explain it. The best thing I okay. can think of is if you put four inches on Justin Jackson, you know, <laughs> let's make him taller. Uh, but Montes, in my opinion, is better, at least at this at this stage. You know, that's hard to say because Justin's a national champion and made more three-pointers than any player in a season in Carolina history. But I really believe overall Montes is a better player, but they have similarities, you know, especially in their, like their frame, you know, they're long and they're lanky. Yeah, spindly. Uh, uh, (laughs) Yes, they have a knack for the ball on offense and they find ways to score, even though it's a little bit unconventional sometimes. But 
Um, so that, that reminds me, they kind of remind me of each other in that way, but I do think Bontis mm-hmm. is obviously he's taller, he's longer, he's more skilled at this stage than Justin was, but it is a, you know, the best comparison I can come up with because yeah, he's yeah. not really like anybody we've ever had before. Right. Absolutely. But I, I would assume since so much of this type of player is finding their way into the NBA, that it might be a little bit easier to find some similar, uh, comps at, at the professional level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, when, when you look at that, who who do you see flashes of in him? Yeah, well, first of all, I mean, he's the easiest comparison is Kevin Durant. I mean, you talk about body frame and body type. That's they're the exact same, pretty much. They you know they they look alike, they play alike, they they have the same skill sets to an extent. You know, obviously KD is one of the best players in the world, but Montas has the potential to turn into that. I mean, he really does, and so. Um, you, you know, I see that the most in him, but there's a little bit of flashes of Gordon Hayward in there. Mm. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you a throwback right here. Okay. How about a little Tony Kukoc in there? Ooh. Well, old school bulls action right there. Yeah. And and another European player. Yeah. 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 So that, and that may be some of that European coming through in him, you know, like the, the foreigner, that translates to to the National Basketball Association. They do have their own, you know, uh, similarities um, because the way they develop over there. And so, um, yeah, I definitely see some some tendencies there that remind me of Kukoc a little bit. Man, that's super interesting. And and curious to me is I heard, uh, I think it was Mike Schmitz, the guy that always interrupts the ESPN college games that they take up a third of the screen with, but he was interviewing him earlier this month. Um, where, where was up in Portland at one of the circuit things they were doing. And he asked him, uh, he asked Matis, who do you like to watch? Who do you like, like to kind of, I don't I don't think he said emulate, but really intrigues you. And you think about these guys like Durant, some of these point four, like, no, he said Luca and LaMelo. He's using mm. point guards because he, uh, and I guess, uh, Luca would be almost build wise more of a point forward, but uh, just yeah. thinking about that passing and facilitating, like it's clear it's not just something he does well, but like wants to thrive on and mm-hmm. pride himself on. And so that's super encouraging to me. Absolutely. And that, you know, now that you say that, I do see some Lamelo in his game. Interesting. The way that he breaks defenses down and finds his teammates. I, I see a little bit of that in there. So that's pretty interesting that yeah. you say that. Because he's got a couple of inches on LaMelo, but LaMelo is a huge guard, mm-hmm. and as would be Lonzo. But obviously, I think his skill set is better than, than Lonzo's would be. So, yeah, man, interesting, interesting stuff. Well, we got more to talk about with Modest Buzelis, just some interesting tidbits on him. Uh, but first, let me just tell you a little bit about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs. We're almost to the finals. Pack, I want your, your pick for that in just a second here. Uh, MLB baseball scores, fights, and even NFL futures for the upcoming season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, Pac, seriously, who, who's winning the NBA championship? 
I don't see anybody beating the Golden State Warriors now. Yeah, I, the way they're playing right now, it's it's. I really I've been saying all season, Suns, 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 Suns. But as soon as they were done, uh, yeah, I I think you're right. Well, and, they just they space the floor so well. They guard really well. They have. I mean, who are you going to stop? You going to stop Stefan? Okay, you know, Poole's doing his thing now, and Clay's doing his thing, and Draymond is obviously capable of being a really good player, just depending on if he can keep his emotions in check or not. But dude, um, he's a mess. They're just, yeah, but they just have so many pieces, and yeah. that really pains me because I'm a Celtics fan. I just love the way they play the game, but yeah. um, I, I do that. The Heat Celtics series that's pretty intriguing. Uh, yeah, but they're just so banged up. Both of them, yeah, you know, like they yeah. well, yeah. they both play such a physical brand of basketball. That's true. That's true. You play 82 games, and now you're in the Eastern Conference Finals. You're going to start to wear down at some point. Yeah. And just to see Clay finally back and healthy and playing like a basketball fan, you just mm-hmm. love to see that. So really cool, really cool, really cool. So let's get back to Matas Buzelis. Just some more tidbits, other things that, that we love. Um, one of the things that I thought was really intriguing and interesting timing um, from the coaching staff is that a couple weeks ago, Gigi committed, and then it was the very next day that Coach Davis went to visit Matis's parents. Uh, what do you think, Pac? I know that timeline, you know, sure, it's, it's probably coincidental, but how interesting that we're going after these big guys just right in a line together there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that is coincidental. I like to think of uh, Coach Davis as a pretty intentional guy. And I think, you know, he probably knew before we did that Gigi was coming. And I think that he probably set that up and he said, hey, you know what? We're going to go get Gigi. And then we're going to parlay that straight into getting Matis down here. And we're going to, at least we're going to shoot our shot. And so, yeah. yeah. Um, My yeah, man is savvy. The, Yes, very much so. And he, you know, he learned from Dean Smith, you know, there's the old story, but Dean Smith, after the 1993 national championship, went to the locker room, celebrated with the team and immediately flew to Rashid Wallace's house. He got there that night, like 1am, 2am in the morning. And he said, you're coming to Carolina. Well, you know, Hubert's got a little bit of that in him. We saw that when he flew to Gigi's house. And, um, you know, when the team was in New Orleans for the final four, Hubert and Coach Lebo were at Gigi's house saying, hey, we want you in, in Carolina Blue and Argyle. And now they're doing the same thing with Matis. So yeah. I don't know that it uh, – I would think that it's pretty intentional, and I think that it was pretty pretty savvy and pretty wise of him too. Yeah, man, I love that. And, yeah, I mean, he did that, went down to try to get Walker Kessler back. Uh, we saw Coach Williams do that, go out right after national champions, uh, national mm-hmm. championships and, and go after his main guys. And so – uh, man, I love the trajectory of this and would love to come in later to the game than like Duke or Kentucky and just grab this dude and bring him to Carolina. And yes. so um, you talked, Pac, about Matas having room for growth and improvement. As skilled a player as he already is, as we've said, he is still um, just just 11th in the ESPN rankings. Where, where, as you look at his game, do you see room for some of that improvement? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I mentioned earlier, he's got to put the weight on, got to get the, the physicality piece down pat. That's, I think that's something that you learn over the course of time. I mean, mm. you get better at that when you play better competition, and so... 
you know, he's obviously playing top level competition at Brewster, but he'll be doing that as soon as he steps on the floor at Carolina. And that's, what's cool about the roster that we're building is it is talented. So not only are we playing in the best conference in the country, we're practicing against each other every day, which forces you to get better. So that's something I think that'll come, but I also think um, he can space the floor. Now he could become better at that. Mm. And then, you know, there's three levels, the scoring, he does all three really well. Obviously he wouldn't be a top 10 player in the country if he didn't, <laughs> but that second level, that mid range area, I think there's room for growth there. Um, so now, like we've talked about before, you know, that's not as huge of a piece in today's game as it is um, as as the, you know, getting to the rim or catch and shoot three. So, you know, I don't know how important that is, but I do think it is a definitely uh, potential room for growth there in that, that mid-level yeah. scoring. Nice. Now, one thing we always have to consider is roster fit. How, you know, are there enough shots to go around? How, do, how does he fit in with the guards? So when you look at his skill set and what he brings, how, how does he fit in on this roster? Yeah, I, th- I don't think there's a roster in the country that this guy wouldn't fit in on just because, <laughs> man, he's so dang versatile. He just does it all. Um, and, that, you know, we said the same thing about Simeon. And you, we say the same thing about Gigi, like, I think it's pretty clear that Coach Davis is targeting a specific type of player. Guys that are yeah. versatile, they do it all. And you mentioned one thing that I thought was interesting. Um, is there enough shots to go around? Here's the cool thing about these guys. I don't think they care about that. And mm, I think that's yeah. why they're a good fit at North Carolina. Um, you know, Montes has mentioned multiple times that he's trying to emulate his game after guys that get their teammates involved. You know, we listened to Simeon's dad come on last week, and what was he talking about? How his son could do things besides scoring to win games. You know, we know how Gigi affects the game. And so that's the type of player that comes to play at North Carolina. They're playing for the they're playing for the NC. They're not playing for the name on the back of their jersey. And I think that's what makes this class potentially so special is yeah, they're skilled, but they're not about themselves. They're about something bigger than themselves. And that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Boy, I love that. That's so encouraging. So, Pac, closing thought here. When you look at Matis, what is it like that most excites you about what he can do or what he brings to the table? Hmm, that's so tough because I think the defensive mind in me thinks the dude could wreak havoc. Like, because he, mm. you know, we mentioned he's, and it's not something we've really talked about with his game yet, but yeah. he's got good foot speed enough that offensively he can blow by guards. Um, he can he can post up guards. He can blow by posts. He can do a little bit of all of that. He can do the same thing defensively. He can guard in the post because he's got the 7'2", 7'3", wingspan and the 6'10", height. He can guard the perimeter because he has good foot speed. He has good length. And so um, that really excites me. I mean, you just look at that. Like, Gigi can switch. Uh, Simeon can switch, Montes can switch. You know, there's just there's so much versatility coming in, potentially coming in that yeah. just yeah. is is very <laughs> exciting. And then you know, you look at what he can do on the offensive end. There's just there's too many things to be excited about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no way to pin it down. Well, yeah, folks, uh, it's great uh, for Pack and I to be able to talk about Matis and everything he could potentially bring to the table if he does indeed come to Chapel Hill. 
Um, really, there, there's no leanings, it seems yet. There's no crystal balls. It's just all we can go on right now is speculation and rumor. And when players like Gigi and Simeon are, are chasing after you, um, it, I, it's got to be hard to turn down, especially seeing what just happened this past season. And I know Duke is going to have a lot of pull. They've got a great 23 class as well already coming in. And so should be a fun recruiting battle to keep tabs on. And we will certainly do that uh, up until um, he makes a commitment. Obviously, if he gets, commits to Carolina, we're going to talk more about it. Um, but if not, we're done. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about you no more. Uh, but... As always, Pat Kilby, thank you so much for joining us. I uh, really appreciate all your thoughts and insights and wisdom. Yes, thank you for having me. Man, and you know what? We successfully navigated this entire episode without calling you the Carolina Coach K. Yes, so, we did. folks out there, you're welcome. We'll keep that going. Uh, again, we heard you loud and clear and uh, <laughs> over and done. Speaking of over and done, that's it for today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels. Coming up tomorrow, John Garcia Jr. joins me to talk about uh, a class a, a class of recruits that came in to Chapel Hill over the weekend for football, one of whom went ahead and committed, and that's great news. So we're going to talk about all of that tomorrow. Thank you so much for making Locked on Tar Heels your first listen or your first watch every single day. Again, if you would, please go and subscribe wherever it is that you get podcasts. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Heels. You can go follow Coach Pat Kilby at Coach underscore K23. And you can follow me at Isaac Shade, I-S-A-A-C-S-C-H-A-D-E. All these fun European names. Shade is German. It means what a pity. So there you go, everybody out there. Now, let us encourage you to make Locked On NBA Big Board your second listen of the day. Raphael Barlow and the whole crew give fans an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, uh, as well as player rankings, draft boards, all of that. You can go and listen to that. Follow Locked On NBA Big Boards every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever it is that you get podcasts. Thanks so much for spending part of your Wednesday hanging out with us, just a bunch of goobers, as we talk about Modest Buzelis and what a great asset he could be to North Carolina coming in the fall of 2023. Keep your eyes and ears open. But as for today, let us remind you that it is always a great day to be a Tar Heel. Until tomorrow, peace. <laughs>